and things, books and things, books and things, books and things, books and more things. Welcome to Books, Books and things. things. Yay! What is Woo. this? <laughs> Wait, whoop. <laughs> whoop. No. I thought we were just making noises. <laughs> I know. <laughs> That's a new level of insanity. <laughs> okay. It's, it's been crazy, we know. We just had an earthquake. Oh my gosh, yes. That that was crazy. I was already like half asleep. Did Tommy scare you? <laughs> he did. He walked behind me and I was like, oh, it's going. <laughs> Not again. Okay. <clears throat> so, yeah. Crazy week. Earthquake yesterday. And then, I mean, just with us in school in general. Oh. <laughs> 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 nah, I think we're good. It's okay. We're just trying to get the jitters out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I can't stop laughing. We had a back to school night at work, so that was exhausting. And then we had a bunch of school work for our grad program pile up. And then I was beat by Friday. Oh like, yeah, me too. I'm so done and over it. Um, but yay! I took an extra it. nap today. That's good. I can't nap during the day. Why? I don't know. I try, and I just end up like tossing and turning. And then I I just get up. I can't. Charlie says that when I take a nap, I'm just like. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how you do it. I wish I could because I feel like it must feel so good. Like in the middle of the day to just be like, peace out. And then go like lay down. Town. For- <laughs> you know the Yes, I do. <laughs> no, Judith. I'm too old for that. You just start beatboxing. <laughs> I can't do it. I was going to attempt it, and then I was like, no, 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 don't do that. (laughs) You can just, there's like a certain level that I can embarrass myself and beatboxing. (laughs) No, we can't cross that line. (laughs) So, yeah, it's been a week, but we're here. We read another book. Wilder Girls. I hope everybody um, got to read it and enjoyed it. And if you didn't, maybe you're just here to hear about it. Yeah, you don't have to necessarily read, read the it. book. Yeah. I mean, we're going to tell you everything that it's about. So then if um, you're interested, then you can. But you can go pick it up. But if you feel like we did a really great job, you don't have to anymore. Yeah, you don't have to read it. At, now you can literally go tell your friends, I read this book. And wink, wink, wink. And you really did it. Yeah, and you're like, and this happened, and this happened, and blah, 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 blah. Yeah, just like that. Exactly. We're the spark notes of audiobooks. <laughs> Are we changing our name? <laughs> spark notes of audiobooks. That was a... Oh. Okay. Sparkly Alex. notes. Sparkly notes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so we've had some feedback, some positive feedback. You some know. excitement. Um, yeah. <clears throat> I, I don't... I don't think that we've gotten a bad feedback. Just me to stop laughing into the mic. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, I think we've been, everybody's been so supportive, which is awesome because like we're, for at least for me, I'm nervous. Like every time we start and then once we're in it and we're looking at each other, it's like we're just having a regular conversation. Into each other's eyes. Into each other's eyes. And we fall in love even more. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Alex. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I I feel like it's good when we hear when I get like a good comment that says I really liked it, or somebody um, a really good uh, professor of ours said, you know, it felt like I was in the room with you. Yeah, um, it, she said, I didn't know it was a big uh, Twilight fan. I'm gonna read the book. Yeah, it's, I was like, oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I mean. We're all Twilight fans. We say we're not, but I mean, even Alex read the books. The first one, he says. But I mean, 
he, he read it. So <laughs> we're all compromised teenage girls. <laughs> yes. So um, so we thank you all for that awesome like feedback and yeah. awesome. Uh, I don't know if I, I showed you, but I think I shared screenshots of like some of my friends just like recommending their our podcast on their social media. Yes. Um, so thanks. Awesome. That was honestly like really heartwarming. And I was like, <laughs> yes, they care. And <laughs> they then like it. And then Judith went ahead and um shared it to our <clears throat> cohort for grad school. So that hey, was great. I, I, <laughs> that was great. <laughs> Everyone was there. We were just chilling, and I was like, "Hey, you guys, Roxana, <laughs> do you want to talk about our vlog? <laughs> yes, please. Let me talk about myself some more." <laughs> and Roxana looked at me like. <laughs> I was like, we're doing it. <laughs> My eyes through the Zoom camera was like, what are you doing? It looked like Bruno. Like, no. You want a treat? <laughs> but no, it was, it's fine. Yeah, I mean, someone will give us a... Hey, you know, what if they recommend it to someone else and they recommend... You know, it's a pyramid yeah. scheme, you know? We're on top. We want to trickle down. That's true. That's true. And we hope that it reaches people that maybe in their moment of boredom... Or their moment of absolute like loneliness during this quarantine, you know, maybe they hear it and then they have something look to look forward to, something to just kind of escape, like yeah, a little like escapism. Like they're here in the living room with us. Oh, Tracy did say she goes. Next time, I'm gonna pour myself a cup of coffee. I wanted been. I wanted to tell her no. Get the wine. Get the margaritas. <laughs> oh, she does have a margarita machine. Yeah. Okay. Dang it. We're missing our coffee today. We are missing our coffee today. It's okay. But I did have one bef- after, I, after I woke up from my nap. I was like, I need coffee. Yeah. Because I wanted to do homework. But we have tomorrow. We have tomorrow. <laughs> Monday. <laughs> All right. So do you want to get... Do you have anything else you want to share as far as comments or... um. Any, I think you said you had a comment from somebody on the stranger beside me. Do you want to do? You want to do that right now? Yeah, we can. Okay. Yeah. Oh, because it's from the last one. Okay. So from our last episode, we did uh, the stranger beside me, and uh, Judith had a friend that had a little comment or some comments on it. So we want to go ahead and share that just so we can. (coughs) 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 Sorry. Write it down what minute it was. <coughs> I don't know what it is, but every time I want to like talk, I'm just like <coughs> I feel like when we're at like at work and we're talking, you don't cough as much as you do when we're on the microphone. I don't know what it is. I just want to spread my germs. We're- okay, so <laughs> me being self conscious, I was like I asked my friend, I was like, Can we say name? Yeah. And not I her mean, last name. Just so say her last name, just her first name if you don't think she'll mind. I'll call her by her Twitter name. Okay. Guadalupe. <laughs> she knows who she is. I was just, I asked her, I was like, oh, like, because she was asking, she's the one who was asking me, like, I can't find it on Anchor, blah, 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 blah. Oh, yeah. But I, like, <clears throat> I sent it to her, so uh, she's like, oh, I'm going to listen to her right now. And I was like, oh, like, please tell me what you think. And, like, you know, like, we're open for feedback. Like, we really are open for feedback. Like, if, you know... If you have a feedback, you know, we're willing to hear it. Yeah. And one thing, she just said, like, first of all, I really like it. LOL. I'm not really a podcast person, but you guys are really interesting. And then she said, but men fully developed 25. And, <laughs> oh, and so we're going way back. Not the stranger beside me. No, it's a stranger beside me. But, like, I... um. I just wanted to ask her, like, how do you think so far? Oh, okay. But she was just like, <laughs> she put in, like, all big, caps. Yeah. 25 <laughs> and women at 21. Oh, that makes a lot of sense. So I was like, oops, mama. Oh, and then from a past comment, another one's like, the song you sang wasn't our graduation song. <laughs> and I told her, well, if you can sing it to me, then I'll put it. Because <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> But she, but we were talking and she was just like, oh, like, it's really good. And she was really excited to read The Stranger Beside Me. And she sent me, like, notes saying, <laughs> she said, when do you want my notes? I'm barely on chapter nine. <laughs> she <laughs> sent me, like, this long. Oh, wow. It's like she's doing homework. Yeah, it's like she's doing homework. You know what? If you want to do that, do that. It's fine. I'm going to read it. 
It says, this is the first audiobook I have ever read. I drive a lot, and since I'm only listening to um, the same three songs, I'm getting really tired of my music. <laughs> it's all right. I still prefer physical books with pages, which I... Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> always, but for a convenience. Yeah. I'm, I'm happy that you're enjoying this. And she just... I'll just read it real quick. Um... Chapter one, she said, truly blows my mind how narcissistic this man is to the mm -hmm. point where he knows someone is writing a book about him and he continues to send letters. Oh, yeah. Of course. Also, I refuse to believe he was so charming that people knew he was literally a monster and still had good things to say about him. Yeah. Like it's She's kind of like on the same wavelength as I was about it. Yeah. The author mentioned something about his height being the only resemblance of his uh, birth father, at least on the outside, and it made me think of this kiddo I know who had no relationship with his birth father, who is diagnosed schizophrenic. Oh, um, oh my gosh! Here, let me see it. <laughs> it's it's a I, I schizophrenic. Was, schizophrenic. There you go. I didn't even have to look at it, but I had to, like, say it in my mind a couple times. I was trying to say it in my mind, but I couldn't. And bipolar. <laughs> but he is too young to be diagnosed himself, and the mom literally, lit literal biggest fear is he becomes a psychopath because right now he had an aggressive behavior when things didn't go his way, like, to kill small animals and talking about death. Oh. Which, I mean, if you go back to, like, uh, the profiling for... Um, Psychopaths? Serial killers, like uh, hurting or killing animals is, is on the list. It's a, it's on the list. Of things. things. But it doesn't necessarily mean, I mean, we hope not. I hope not. So chapter two, he worked in mediocre jobs to put himself through college. 2020 can never relate. <laughs> <laughs> like Stephanie, I live in my ex's mind rent-free, period. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Chapter four. Of course he's a Republican. <laughs> Chapter question mark. I hate the word retarded. Oh, yeah. yeah me I mean, too. you have to think about the time the book was written. Um, we hopefully now are in a much better understanding about that word. Yeah. I hope no one uses it. I, yeah. I don't like that word. I don't like it either. And chapter eight, the author mentions that the police usually wait uh, 24 hours before starting an investigation on a missing adult. Mm -hmm. But we all know the real reason is because Georgian and the rest of the victims were white. <laughs> if they were black, they would ha not have been much interest, especially in the 70s. She has a point. Yeah, that's totally true. Of course. That is 100% true, unfortunately. But that's kind of like the sad thing about stuff. <laughs> it's like if if they if he was a serial killer of Af like who killed only African Americans? Um, he would have, it wouldn't have catched on as fast as they were trying to catch him. Oh yeah, totally. That's very true. So that's uh, a feedback from one of our listeners, yeah, our subscriber. <laughs> <laughs> and like Roxana said, it's really exciting to like <clears throat> hear positive feedback, like. I honest, I tell people like just be like honest. Like mm -hmm. if it's bad, just tell me. Yeah, it sucked. Or if it's not for you, it's not for you because like not everything is for you. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And like also, I mean, feel free if the book doesn't interest you, skip it. Skip that episode. I mean, listen, put it in the background, please. <laughs> <laughs> but no, seriously, don't feel like you have to read that book. Yeah. But if you know, because we're gonna be trying different genres. I mean, already already we've jumped around. Um, from, what was the first one? Oh, <laughs> from Midnight Sun, which Midnight. was, you know, like a young adult, like, fantasy, romance. romance mm -hmm. Yeah. Being vampires. And then we moved on to, um. A serial killer. A serial killer, which is like a true crime story. And then now we're doing Wilder Girls, which I would, I didn't look it up, but I would say it's like a science, science? fiction. Science? Yeah. Sci-fi meets it's it's a little bit of a fantasy too. Um, oh, and I'll get to that part right now. But yeah, so we're jumping around. So we're trying things out. Yeah, even just ourselves because I think Wilder Girls wouldn't have been 
a book a book I picked up like two years ago. Why? Because I was like really hardcore into like high fantasy, like like grand battles and phase and things like that. So it wasn't something that was like in my radar. It would have been kind of like, eh, not interested. But honestly, it's a very quick read. It's like 300 something pages. Yeah, it's not bad. It's not bad. Um, I think the audio is like eight hours. Yeah, and so like you can get a you can do a little bit every day and then be done, um, and then you just got like a quick little uh, book out of the way. But I really oh, are we gonna say if we liked it? We're let's get started let's with get started. Wilder Girls. Okay, one. You know, I was thinking because like we're I feel like so far we were liking all of them together. I know because I have a feeling. <laughs> yeah, I. One, two, three. I like I it. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> I actually really enjoyed this one. Um, as, I mean, you can start. Start. Okay. Okay. Start. Let me, <clears throat> let me get my book report ready. Cause that's, <laughs> that's literally what I felt writing this. I was back in elementary school. We had to read a certain book and I was writing my book, re- book report, you know, with the beginning, middle and end and the climax, the resolution, all that setting. Oh my God. Children are going to use this. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I was like, this is like sparkly notes <laughs> we'll know. call them diamond notes <laughs> diamond notes um yeah so i guess i'll start the author is rory power and this was actually her debut book like the first book she's written oh it just came out last year 2019 so good i thought that was her like a really good first book um it's said to be the uh feminist lord of the flies which i've never read but i did see the movie a while ago so i can't but i can't remember exactly i just remember it was a bunch of boys like stuck on some island and then um there's no grown-ups so they basically do and make up their own rules and then like kill each other it's like a gruesome book anyways but this is a fe- the female version of it so um i'm just gonna kind of set the background and talk about the characters because i feel like once you get to like the middle towards the end or like the last quarter of the book it just goes really Really fast fast. so it's about uh three friends that are living in quarantine (gasps) dun 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 oh my god how relatable (gasps) (laughs) i know which honestly i feel like a little bit of a if you are not feeling great being in quarantine maybe this isn't the book you should be reading right now um, just because, like, you know, maybe some feelings of isolation can cause you not to feel. Like, it's a downer in some parts. Yeah. So um, they're, they're living in quarantine at an island boarding school on the coast of Maine. And they basically, the whole premise of the story is they're trying to uncover the truth of their confinement. And one of the friends disappears. I literally wrote that in my notes. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> so, so the name of the three girls are Hetty, Byatt, and Reese. So Hetty and Byatt are best friends, like sisters. And Hetty and Reese, um, as you find out later in the story, are more than friends. Ooh, Ooh ciao. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and then there's like two main authority figures, which is headmistress, mm-hmm. and she just they just she just goes by headmistress, and then there's a teacher, Miss Welch. And so basically, this was a boarding school for girls, and the book starts 18 months since the island boarding school was put under quarantine. They call the disease the tox, and I believe it started first with the teachers. And then the students, and it manifests differently, um, the disease in each person, and then from males, females, and animals. Well, she did say, like, she thinks that it started with nature first. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, the forest and, and um, certain animals. Like, the, there's a crab that is blue. Mm-hmm. Um, and the flowers. Yeah, and the flowers. So, there's actually, because um, when I was writing this out, I wanted to go back and see if, like, because I wanted to make sure I remembered correctly. But somewhere online I read that that they were studying this disease before the girls even got to the school. Because it was already happening in nature, and there was on this island there was already like a lab and a facility that was testing this 
and they still let the girls Girl come in. because then if they got it, they had human test subjects. Yeah, because like it started with the crabs, and I know in the story they they pick one out and they squish mm-hmm. it, and it just turns black. Yeah, and then the Raxter blue, Raxter blue, yeah, Raxter blue flowers. They're the only types of flowers that grow in that island. Yeah, or any like anywhere. It's just there. Yeah. So, um, it manifests differently. So like Hetty, the main character, and we're in her point of view mm-hmm. most of the time. Um, her right eye sealed itself shut so it's like like a, like a well did you say that she clawed at it because at, she was at the shooting range mm, I don't remember. she was at the shooting range and she said that something took over her and she clawed right. at her eye she doesn't remember yeah and then her friend reese like <laughs> sews it yeah <laughs> ugh. um Sorry. which technically now i mean this is all a spoiler but it's a parasite Yes. So um, then her best friend, by it grew a second exterior spine, and then mm-hmm. later she developed something else. And then Reese has a sharp silver-scaled left hand, and her hair glows. Mm-hmm. So each, dis- like, each person... Just um, develops different... Some people get gills, right? I think I read. So it's just, like, gross. Um, the talks has spread rampantly throughout the island. Um, and then, like I said, it manifests different in women, men, animals, and plants. Uh, the girls cannot go beyond the fence of the boarding school. So, because the forest has become wild. So the animals, even in the forest, are deformed. So they just stay in the confinements of their... Just for their safety, so the animals don't get to them. Because, like, I know she mentions, like bears and deers but like the deers are like three times their normal size mm-hmm. and just are and is there like even i can't remember correctly the description but like how their skin is and how like they have no i don't remember oh well i think they mentioned something i'm, but I'm it, pretty it, sure it gets oh. kind of gruesome mm-hmm. it does it really does and very descriptive so then i have this um and it's a review by mary uh, Woodbury from dragonfly.eco um, and I have this quote because I was reading about it and her her little quote kind of was it was very scary comparing it to the times that we are in today and it says the girls have permission to access only the house a nearby barn and a portion of the beach so the story also represents a psychological haunting due to the small living space a habitat that is being broken down day by day so like they're just confined to this small spot of the same thing like and it's not just like one girl it's like what she's like 20 girls yeah girls so there's there it's all girls and they're all like teenage girls so imagine that (laughs) like imagine that um so then the story kind of does elude and it gives you hints to climate change um, as the animals and, and plants mutate. Um, they start running out of supplies, so they resort to burning furniture to stay warm. Also, they are running out of food and medical supplies. Uh, supplies are scarce. Usually about four people go off to the shore and bring food back. So imagine that the Navy is like, oh. Yeah, I'll get to that. Sorry, 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 <laughs> okay. sorry, sorry. Yeah, uh, yeah. So basically, like, imagine what four people can carry, and then you have to bring that back, and that's supposed to feed a bunch of girls. So like, the girls literally fight for their food. Yes. Like they beat each other up. Like what first come first serve. Like, like wild alert girls. Yes. <gasps> oh my gosh. <laughs> um. So when they first started showing signs of the tox, uh, the. CDC told them to quarantine and that they would be sending help slash a vaccine soon. And they wrote this to them in a little note. And the note, they pinned it to, like, the hall boarding school, like, bulletin board thing because it was, like, a hope for them. But that note has been, like, worn. Every They touch it because it's, like, good luck when they're walking by it. And it's all old because it's been 18 months and nobody has come to help them. They have um, an infirmary where girls go when they get a flare, which is a flare up, which is what they call kind of like 
if they haven't physically changed yet, they'll get like a flare up, like vomiting, kind of like a almost like a seizure kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. And then they go to the infirmary. And if they do come back, they have some kind of like new rare thing. New spine. Yeah, you know, I just went, came some, back, and got some a new gills. spine. Some gills so now I can breathe underwater. I don't know. <laughs> That's my fish noise. <laughs> Um, Reese's dad was actually the groundskeeper, um, and when he started showing signs, he left. So mm-hmm. he was the only male in the area. So when he started showing signs uh, that he was getting the talks, he wrote Reese like a note and was just like, "I'm going." Yeah, I love you, but I, I gotta feel go. yeah. So uh, because they didn't know how it was going to manifest in a male, so it's, I think he yeah. thought if I become super aggressive, I better just go. So he leaves. And Reese's goal is to, like, get out because she wants to go look for him. Because her her and her dad lived there, right? Yeah, they, they used to live in, like, a little house a little bit away from the actual mm-hmm. boarding school. Um, so. But they're not allowed to leave. They're not allowed to leave. Mm-hmm. So Reese, Reese won't leave. And I think it said um, on that paper that's, like, tacked on the bulletin board. Like, don't break quarantine. Mm-hmm. Like, you need to stay in here except for the people that are going to go get the supplies. Mm-hmm. So uh, there's this group of three girls that go out to the pier thingy with Miss Welch. And they're the ones that bring back the supplies. They're the only ones that can go out beyond the fence. Um, they, yeah, I think, I believe the Navy is the one that brings them these supplies. And they literally, like, the boat comes, it cranes it to the shore, and then they leave. Like, they don't talk to anybody. Um, and then Reese really wants to join them because she says, okay, if I can join them, then once I'm out of the gate, then I can go look for my dad. But Hetty's actually the one that gets chosen to be part of that group, and Reese, her future girlfriend, gets angry. And there's, like, a moment in the book where they're, like, mad at each other. She she fights her. Yeah. She pulls her hair. She's, oh, yeah. Because she, like, they posted up on the bulletin board because something happened to one of the girls on the watch. Yeah. So then they switched her. So yeah, then Eddie. they had to find someone else. And then um, Reese was like, I'm going to get it. Because, like, they know that she really wanted it. Mm-hmm. But they picked Hetty. And then Hetty went to go look at it. And then she said that she felt someone, like, pull her hair. She was like, what the heck? Yeah. So she's she's pissed. She's not very happy. Um, so then they're not talking to each other. And then Hetty gets like they tell her, OK, it's time. We're going to go pick up supplies. Um, Hetty finds out once they get to the shore, she sees first a bunch of seagulls like start gathering and then they're waiting. And then the boat comes and he drops off pellets and pellets of food and supplies. Yeah. Fresh water, fresh um, vegetables, fruit, all this stuff. But in the past, when the girls would come back from get, bringing the food, they would only bring like old cans, handful of like hand, nothing of stuff. fresh. Uh uh-uh. uh So Hetty was like surprised to see all this stuff. Like, wow, all these um, like fresh supplies. Yeah. What's going on? Because then she goes, "Oh my god, is this a mistake? Like, can we like finally get all this food?" Yeah, and. Um, Miss Welch basically has the girls throw it out, which is why all the seagulls were already gathering there because they knew that they were just going to open up the pellets and then throw everything to the ground into the sea and then the pelicans would take it, the seagulls or whatever. And Miss Welch says that this is because um, the government is hurting them by sending fruits and vegetables contaminated with parasites. La- so not she- parasites, I mean pesticides. Sorry. <laughs> pesticides. Like she has her own theory. Yeah, she has her theory that 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 food is actually hurting them. So she says that she's saving and helping the girls by telling them to throw it away. Mm-hmm. And so Hetty is kind of like, okay, okay. And she struggles with it morally. She's like, but there's so much food. Like this would feed us for weeks, like instead of a day. Mm-hmm. Um. And uh, she feels like she should tell her friends. But, you know, Miss Welch says no. Because basically, if you tell, well, I'll kill you. Yes. So then, um, some, you know, Reese is still mad, whatever. But then, uh, Byatt actually gets a flare-up. And she gets sent to the infirmary. Um, and it, it, 
it had been pretty bad. So um, Hetty's like upset about it. And she wants to go see her. So uh, they take her to the infirmary. Then we start to get Byatt's point of view at one point. I might have it a little bit mixed up, but still. Then we start to get Byatt's point of view. And she wakes up in a hospital. And she's tied down. And um, they tell her not to talk. So now her new deformity. So she had two spines. But now when she talks, uh, when she speaks, um, she makes a vo- her sound, the, vo- the sound coming out of her mouth, it matches the uh, frequency of like bone scraping or something. And it's so painful for others to hear so they basically tell her not to talk Mm -hmm. so she's not in the infirmary at the school she's somewhere else in a different building and she's surrounded by doctors and nurses and they're basically like testing her and asking her questions but she has to all like she has to write everything down because Mm it it her voice will like hurt them so hetty wants to see um, wants to really see her. So now we're at, back at her point of view and she decides to sneak up to the infirmary to see her. And it turns out... She's not there. The infirmary is empty. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, and I literally wrote like, WTF, where is Byatt? <laughs> where did she go? <laughs> uh, so Hetty like, was like, come on, Reese. Like, let's put our anger aside. Let's like, find. We have to find Byatt. And because Reese loves her, she's like, fine, we'll go find her. But see, I like that the book wasn't so in your face about this girl's, these girls, like, Relation. falling in love. love. Like, it wasn't, it wasn't cheesy. Like, Edward. Yeah, oh my gosh. And I saw her. Oh my gosh, her scent. I love her so much, I'm gonna kill her. <laughs> That's what he sounds like in my head. Yes. And, and but this was like super was, subtle. Yeah. It's not like in your face. Um I don't know, I lost my spot in my notes. Um, Do you want me to beatbox again? <laughs> um okay. Um yeah, so I'm just gonna start right here. Hetty uh, <laughs> confides in Reese, and together they make a plan to uh, go out, break quarantine, foreshadowing to find Byatt. But before, I don't know if you missed this part, but she, when, I think she was like out of, because like when they go to sleep, they're not allowed to leave the room. Yeah. At all. I think she heard some, like, um, headmistress talk to someone. And she heard, like, people, like, a male voice. And, like, they were securing, like, a package. Oh, yeah, yeah. This was, like, um, I know what you're talking about. I didn't add it in because I don't know why I didn't add it in. But, I, yeah, and then she follows him to the forest. And it was Mona that they had they, another girl that had had a flare-up. Yeah, and that's how she knows that she's not in, like. In the infirmary. Like, she she heard something. She goes, like, oh, I wonder what they're here for. Like, it's so weird because they never come in here. Um, and then, um, when she finds that her friend's not there anymore, she kind of like connects the dot. She's like, oh, so what the, the package they were talking about was probably, uh, buy um, it, buy it. Like she's not a hundred percent sure, but she's like, she's not here. I have to go. She's not here, but I heard someone take something it, like, yeah. It, eh. Yeah. So they're out to look for buy it. Thank mm-hmm. you. Judith. Um, then now I'm back at, uh, by its point of view, um, where she meets a boy named Teddy. And Teddy's like some some boy that's just helping out. And like I said, she's not at the boarding school. She's like, imagine like a lab. That's how I imagine it. Mm-hmm. She's like somewhere else, a hospital lab thing. And uh, this boy, Teddy, basically kind of just helps out, right? He's not like anything yeah, in particular. No, he he's- just... Probably he's just getting his hours done for his, like, nursing school or something. <laughs> or something or another. And at one point, he, uh, uh, I mean, I'm not he, she, by it, convinces Teddy to take her outside for, like, a walk. Yeah. she needs to go outside. Um, and then she convinces him to kiss her. Ooh. And she basically does it by saying, 
oh, don't worry, the talks won't affect boys. It's only girls. And he kind of believes it because technically there hasn't been any information on boys. It's all girls. So Teddy, you know, probably with that free frontal cortex. Because he was like 17, right? Yeah, they're they're like 16, 17 years old. He was just like, oh, yes, a kiss. A girl. (laughs) (laughs) You sound like Bruno. (laughs) Yeah, he was just like, ooh, a kiss. I'm going to totally kiss her, which, I mean, I can imagine like 18 months. Well, like, I know, like, she, um, I think it was, I think he might have felt bad for her. Yeah. And, like, prior to that, like, they, like, were talking here and there. Um, and I know, and, yeah, and I I think I know where you're going with this. And I have it on here. Like, when they tell her little backstory, she's basically, Uh like, a pathological liar. Yes. I wasn't going to go to that, but, like, I know, like, she was restrained, but he was, like, Oh, um, here, let me help you. Like, he was just a genuine, a gen, genuine, genuinely, 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 a nice guy. <laughs> You're just going to complete my sentences. <laughs> okay, um, and then we're going to pause for a moment because I don't have the rest of my notes. Is that the elevator music? Please hold. Shocker! Teddy gets the talks from the kissing. So he gets it, and then he's like, he's also kind of going through his flare up, through his flare up, and then, um, I mean, it's sad because he was like young and. Yeah, he was totally fine, but he, something so innocent like as a kiss, and then he he caught it. He, yeah, because like um, I think he, like they had to wear masks and everything because mm-hmm. they wanted to make sure like it wasn't like airborne or something. And like at, they went out for walks here and there. And she's like, "Oh, you can take off your mask." Mm-hmm. So like he did. So then like clo- like little by little, she like tricks him into giving him a kiss, and it really pissed me off. Yeah, I was so upset. I was like. Why, in God's name, would you do that? Like, why? Like, yeah, I, I think I, I think I told you. I was like, I'm mad. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and it's true. Like, you, you have in your power not to infect someone. Yeah, life and death, literally, like, literally. Because you, like she said, like she doesn't know what it can happen to that poor boy because, like, it's never, you know, been there. But like. But if the possibility is there, like a 50-50% chance that you can kill, kill someone him. yeah, it's with like, your kiss. <laughs> <laughs> like, that was just really, I mean, I get, like, the age and whatever. I get it. She was in quarantine for, like, 18 months, whatever. But, like, it, like obviously she knows she's infected because she has two fucking spines. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. And then she can't even talk. And she can't talk, and she's like, give me a kiss. <laughs> so it really pissed me off. I was like, she wrote it on her whiteboard. <laughs> kiss me. Kiss me. <laughs> Con lengüita. Get the talks. Make sure you really get it. <laughs> Ew, Judith, why'd you do that? No, (laughs) such a liar, that was you. (laughs) Okay. That's going to be the title. (laughs) People are going to be like, a chew? (laughs) Okay. I'm almost to the end, I promise. So then, uh, (laughs) he gets infected. Yes, he gets infected. So now we're going to go back to Hetty and Reese. And they're out looking for, for, I misspelled by it. I put Briot. <laughs> they're looking for Byatt, Um, And Reese really wants to go to her old house, uh, to the groundskeeper's house, to see if her dad is alive. I mean, who wouldn't? And then they're looking around, and Reese's dad appears. But he is, he's totally deformed. The tox has taken over him and turned him into something neither the girls like. He was, he was pretty scary. I mean, Re- that part was scary. Uh, he seems to be a plant monster. 
So he has lungs that are made of twigs and black teeth and um, some type of uh, the same type of deformation um, basically happens to Teddy as well. So then they classify that males. You can, I mean, you can kind of just classify it that males basically kind of turn into plant monsters. Yeah, like um, I think even if I remember correctly when I was reading it, um, let me try to dig in my brain. Um, like there's branches in their ears, like it's like they're becoming plants. Um, so something, and then something had taken over his heart and body. Like I think they could see that the heart was like turning black or something like yeah, that. Yeah, like they could see the heart. Yeah, and um, so they had basically no choice because he's attacking, and Hetty and Reese had to kill him. It was just like it was so sad because they're like described. Like at first they didn't know it was him, mm-hmm. and she's like basically trying to be like it's me it's me like it's your daughter like look at me stop attacking me and like he's just not Mm -hmm. there not there at all the talks has taken complete like over him that's not his or that anymore and it was just really sad because like i felt like she was just like pleading like it's me like it's me dad yeah I know it was that was a really heartbreaking. That was really part hard, of the yeah. book. Um, so then they have to go back to the house and they're the the boarding school and they're walking like Reese is just she's she's over it. I mean she just lost her dad and so they and go, like that was like not the note was her hope it was finding her dad. Yeah, she didn't that care about anything else. She just wanted to make sure like her dad was alive and okay. And he wasn't. He was not. <laughs> It was. Okay, so let's keep going because it's about to get crazy. It's going to get so going, crazy. It's going down the drain. Um, so they go back to the house and basically they, on their way back in, they forget to lock the gate. And a mutated bear gets into the, the like... The boarding school and not just into like in the fence but like inside the boarding school like the whole building uh, you know it's really like fucked up because like they have girls posted up on like certain spots to make sure that doesn't happen kind of like guards yeah. yeah and they all missed <laughs> yeah they all were missing because technically that's why hetty got picked to be part of the group that because she's one of the best shots yeah so they that's why she was picked over reese because reese was not a good shot so they yeah. picked hetty um and, okay, so then uh, you can feel in this part of the book, through Hetty's perspective, uh, with the writing, that it's getting more and more frant- frantic. Mm-hmm. And it's less details because you're literally, like, if you're the main character and you're running, you're yeah. trying to get out. So um, the headmistress receives a note from the government telling them that they know that some of the girls broke their confinement, their quarantine, and that they were closing all their efforts to help them. So basically... They were going to just... Like, if you, you had to stay in quarantine. It, now that you broke that and you there had there have been girls let loose, then we're done. Like, we're not going to keep looking for a vaccine. Nothing. Um, Are you going to be talking about um, how it's basically that girl's fault? Fiat? Yeah. Okay. So then um, they try also to kill Byat, but she gets out. That was, like, my next thing. No, how didn't they try to like yes, yes, but what really pissed me off it's it's by its fault that they're like, you know what, we're not gonna do this anymore, like we're not trying to mm-hmm. gonna try to help you because they like by it's not gonna say like, oh, I kissed him, yeah, so like they're like, oh shit, it might be airborne or whatever, mm-hmm. they're never gonna get this, so you know we're just gonna not do it. we're gonna kill him off. Yeah. So that's why it really pissed me off because she, not only did she put that boy in danger, she also, like, oh, her whole, like, friends yeah. who were there, she basically fucked it all up for them. Yeah. It was her fault. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's my fault. That's, like, that's my thought. It, it was and, her fault. And her, yes, and her friends are still going to go get her. Oh, uh, I know. Okay, so when Byatt gets out, um, she's like, cause I think they did try to kill her at one they, point. Yeah. And so she's like basically crawling out and then she sees the parasite in her body. Mm-hmm. So she like, 
because pulls she, it out. Because she, her body is dying. That mm-hmm. parasite's trying to escape, trying yeah. to find a new host. Yes. And I think she, like, feels it somewhere. And then she's, like, digging, L- literally scrape like grabs it out of her body right she's like bleeding eventually when she's crawling out of the building yeah and then she like i think she even holds it for a little bit and she like kills it and then like yeah that's when you're like it was a parasite yes uh so i have here the talk sometimes manifests as this hollowing out people and leaving nothing but the infection which sometimes turns them feral or leaves them aware enough to commit suicide so after removing her parasite by it is also noted to be empty implying the parasitic had become so connected to her that she effectively died when she removed it so like it like because it had been inside her for so long it had been so dependent on her Mm -hmm. that when she took it out like there was her lifeline was dying yeah like that parasite had already taken it and it was basically just the shell yeah. And it's so fucked up because no one gets to know that anymore. Yeah. Because the facility's closed. Everyone, every doctor, every nurse is mm-hmm. gone. Because, like, when they try to kill her, everyone leaves. Yes. And they think she's dead. Yeah. So, but- like, if, if you think about it, if they would have known this, then they could have just gone and removed this parasite, found it somehow, find a, find, uh, found a way to somehow get it out of the girls, each girl, and then you were good. Yeah. Uh, but you would have you to have get been, it early. Yeah. Because, because yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> same, same. <laughs> We're completing each other's sentences. So, uh, let me get back to my spot. After by it breaks uh, containment, the government pulls out and the situation on Raxter. Oh, that's the name. I don't think I ever mentioned Raxter boarding <laughs> no. school. We said Raxter Blues, the flowers. Yeah, so Raxter is, I think, the name of the island. So it's the Raxter boarding school, something like that, you know. Um, It, uh, everything just basically goes to shit. Uh, With um, Hetty killing um, Miss Taylor, I guess there was another teacher. I wrote that down, but I don't remember. But I know she kills the headmistress because they find out that, so basically they try to kill, the government says, we're pulling out, you guys all have to like die and this is the way you're supposed to do it. They had sent them like gas and they're supposed to put all the girls in one room and gas them to death. So like what had happened was since the bear was there, they're like, oh, come here, come here, come here, come here. Yeah. We're going to be safe in here. And they released the gas. Yeah, they released the gas. But then um, I think Hetty was in there at that time. She had gotten back. Mm-hmm. And she is like, no, we're not. And they had taken Reese because they knew that Reese knew the ground. So basically, the headmistress wanted to kill all the girls, take Reese with her to help and her get, get off the island. Um, Coward. Yes. But then Hetty finds a way. They get out of that room. And the bear is still attacking the school. I just can imagine this bear like... And he is like, and then Hetty's describing like all these murders that are happening by the bear. She goes, and then I heard this one girl in this room and we couldn't help her. And I was like, yeah. Yeah, they're basically like running, they're leaving them. Like everybody for themselves. Basically. Um, So then they have to try to get out because also the Navy is launching a bomb because they really want to make sure there are no survivors left. Mm-hmm. Um, and Hetty, Hetty and Reese like abandon all, any girls, and they they find the headmistress had been hoarding a lot of uh, food, food, and medical, th- supplies. medical supplies and water. Um, and she was had been pouring like gunpowder into the waters or something because she, if the gas didn't work, like she was gonna find a way to kill them basically. And and Hetty sees what's going on. And I think she has a gun at this point or something. But somehow, with fear, she makes the headmistress drink the gunpowder herself. Yeah. And is basically like, die. So she dies. And then Hetty and Reese are back to running away. Um, to go find. Still. Buy it. They're still, still trying to find. Still trying to go find her friend. Mm-hmm. So they find, uh, I, the way it's described is like an empty shell by it. And they attempt to make for the mainland on a battered boat and with only a, a like, some hope for cure. So they get on this boat and, um, yes, so they, that's it. That, it ends with, they find by it, Reese and Hetty get on this boat and they 
don't they find their friend like not alive but like kind of still alive like she finds like she goes she runs to her she picks her up and then like she sees that she's like not breathing properly but Mm. she's like yeah like she's not completely dead and then she sees that she had like all of these like open wounds Mm -hmm. trying to see like what the and then she says it she found a cure yeah she said she found it yeah so um and then they get onto this boat to the mainland they're trying to leave the island and that's pretty much how it ends it's like open-ended you don't know did they make it did they not make it (laughs) (laughs) oh poor bruno um so yeah it ends like that like did they make it to the mainland did they not make did they find a cure did they come on site or did they get there and then infect other people like it's it's up to you it's your interpretation of it um so everyone on this is just a little ending thing everyone on raxter as the government and the headmistress knew about the properties of the tax the talks and were studying it long before any of these protag- pro i can't protagonist arrived to the island it is also implied that the government was never really looking for a cure having declared the victims dead so do you remember the part where they the parents of all these girls on the boarding school they told them they were already dead that's why nobody was calling nobody was yeah, looking for because them because i think she says that they took away all communications only through radio and then like like as time went by communication stopped yes and so then um basically it it alludes to that the government was instead trying to study the effects of the talks on humans in hopes of uh replicating it to have it like controlled Mm -hmm. so like instead of like truly trying to find a cure they were trying to see like well how can we control it how can it be so it's not so like crazy yeah, crazy because it was crazy and that's the end of wild girls and it was a wild ride it was <laughs> it was pretty gruesome um when the bear like gets there um i just felt that so bad yeah do you hope that there's a second book yeah because i want to know what happens like i want to I- know if they like really figured it out or like who finds them after they get off the boat? Where do they go to? I kind of don't. Oh, you like that mystery? That's where we know? disagree. Yeah. Because I, I feel like they, I like the picture of the ending of they get on the boat to try, like they kind of have, they have a cure, like they kind of have an idea. Mm-hmm. And then they get on this boat and they just like sail off into the sunset. And it's like, now I get to decide that, yeah, they get there and somebody helps them and they're able to be like, oh my gosh, this is the cure. And then that's it. They expose the government for what they are. Yes. So I don't know. <laughs> I, 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 I try to think like, what more can they do to like fill a second book? Yeah, not really. It would just be like three pages and they get there and they die. Oh, yeah. okay, thanks. <laughs> like you said, they get on the land and then they get like shot on sight. <laughs> Infection. It's like, no, but we have the cure. cure. Blood and guts. Is that how they die? Yes. In your mind. In my mind. (laughs) (laughs) What are they, Dracula? I want your blood. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, One, two. (laughs) We're cutting this. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Yeah, but I, I really liked it. It was like pretty i think pretty slow in the beginning and then it just picks up really quick like and you're trying to figure it out too yeah because it she doesn't like i guess like the foreshadowing that it's like a parasite it's like when hetty describes that uh she was at she was at practicing her shooting and that all of a sudden she was having a flare-up and then she felt because she describes she's like i felt something in my eye and i was just trying to like claw it out claw it out and that's why her eye was like that so she maybe if she wouldn't have closed it, she could have gotten it out because by closing it, she kept that parasite in because then in. yeah, because it got swollen and like they sew it up yeah. all the time because it like leaks. Yeah, it's really gross. Yum. Yikes. Yeah, I don't know, but it was a really good book. I I would enjoy it and I would recommend it to people that, uh, you know, are interested in that sort of thing. I uh, when I was looking up online. Um, 
there was even like in certain reviews there was links to articles on infectious diseases and things like that and I was like wow like like you can get there's so many ways that you can take this book yeah um but I liked it I I don't know maybe I want to read uh Lord of the Flies but I feel um I feel like that one's a little bit more gruesome from what I remember even in the movie but I, I never read the book but I saw the movie at one point in my life um but yeah I liked it I I really liked it too like I said I was just like really mad at that girl. I forgot her name what's the girl that they take buy it I was really mad at buy it because like if she wouldn't have kissed that boy I feel like they would have but then again like you said I don't know if they were really looking for a cure for them like what if at the end that was their goal like to like find a cure or find a way to like do it that they're like alright yeah like now we just have all this information in case that ever happens again but we're not gonna take the time um, resources help. and spend money to cure all these girls. Now we're just going to prevent it from happening to others. <laughs> They're like, okay, thanks. Bye. <laughs> Bomb explodes on <laughs> what is it called? Rack- Raxter? Raxter Island. And that's it because they're like, okay, we figured out how to prevent it from... So now I'm less mad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still mad at her. <laughs> but also, I think it had to happen that way so that they so would try to kill it. by it. They had to try to kill her for, for the her parasite to, to try know, to leave her body. So it it had to happen. It's, like I guess it had to happen, but but she's so yeah. like, why would you do that? Don't do that. Don't go kissing boys with your disease. Oh <laughs> 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 yeah, so it's good. I hope everybody else enjoyed it as much as we did. I really enjoyed it. I did too. I, I would, I, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say I would read it again. I would recommend it, but I would recommend it. Yeah. Um, if you're into mystery kind of thriller, a little bit of gruesomeness there here and yeah. there. I think I, girls kissing boys. Girls kissing girls. Girls kissing. Do they kiss? Mm, I feel like they do. Recent. In my mind, they did. <laughs> I can't remember. But like at one point, I'll because which is why it wasn't so like in your face. Yeah. At like one point. She, I think she's like, like telling herself like, like I really like this girl. Yeah, it was nice. It so was that's what happens innocent. in my book. After they leave, they kiss. They kiss on the boat as they, as they like float off into the sunset, and Aww. they die, and then they die. <laughs> or or they're on the boat and they're they're like you know what let's take out these parasites right now right now and take throw them into the ocean. What do you think would happen to them? I don't know. Well, I from what Empty I remember, I, well, I remember that um, uh, what's her name? Hetty. Besides her eye, she didn't have anything else, right? Yeah, no, she was pretty okay. I mean, the eye thing is kind of gross, like it leaking and stuff. But just like dripping, like. Why yeah. are you crying? No, I'm just leaking. <laughs> <laughs> I put this eye patch here with like a tissue under it just to catch all the juice. Yeah. <laughs> The secretion. <laughs> Nasty. <laughs> All the fluids. <laughs> you know what word I hate? Squirt. Ugh. <laughs> like when, I was, when I would work at Starbucks, can I get like three squirts? I'm like, no. <laughs> you get three pumps. <laughs> yeah. That one doesn't bother me. Mm. Moist. <laughs> I don't, I don't care. Squirts, squirts, squirts. The soda. <laughs> <laughs> we don't sell soda here. It's oh. squirt. It's squirt. I would hate it when people come in and be like, "Do you have Coke?" I'm like, "No, this is really? a coffee shop." Oh my gosh. Yeah. I was like, "No, sorry, sorry. Go to the Seven Eleven across the street." <laughs> That's true. All right. So, you want to talk about the next book? Why do you sound so sad? Because we're almost getting close to being done recording. <gasps> she's sad because she's going to miss me. <laughs> Get no. out of my house. I'm just going <laughs> to leave. <laughs> um, <laughs> Always. 
So, like, we we are keeping our word. If we're going to get a recommendation, we are going to do it. And we're going to tell you what we feel, our thoughts and feels. Yes. About the books and things. Do you want to say it or do you want me to say it? Uh, you can say it. <laughs> That's the book. No. <laughs> um, Guadalupe. <laughs> I don't know if she's going to hate me for saying that. <laughs> I mean, I don't think so, right? Oh. Um, she, after giving us a wonderful review, like a little book report on <laughs> The Stranger mm-hmm. Beside Me, she did um, say that one book that she would really like to hear would be uh, Small Great Things. By Jody, I can't say the last name. Let me say Picolt. Yeah, Picolt. Picolt. Say it like you spell it. <sighs> There's a lot of things that are not said how they're spelled. I so. know. I know. But Picolt. Dragons unconscious. This uh, is okay. Uh, Small Great Things by Jody Picolt. All right, I'm excited. I'm excited too. And we have also had a few other recommendations. By who? Uh, my cousin. She sent me a you couple. You didn't tell me. We'll get to them. We'll get to what them. What are they? Oh, I can't remember. She texted me a while back. Um, Your cousin likes us? Yeah. You I didn't have, tell me that. I have two cousins that are listening. You didn't tell me that. Yeah, they listen. They're Out subscribed. of our t- 10 followers. <laughs> Out of our 10 followers, I I have three. <laughs> They're from me. <laughs> huh? Oh, four with Alex. <laughs> no, but I asked Alex. I'm like... Do you listen to our podcast? And he's like, no. He's like, <laughs> he's honest. I, he's like, I edit it. I don't want to then go listen to it. And I'm like, well, can you please like have it on in the background just so we get another listen? <laughs> like, or or go reveal like, your product, you know? <laughs> or just, that way you can market us. <laughs> yeah, I did tell you. I had it on in the background at work, but your guys' voice is so soothing, and it was just nice to hear something. Ah, uh, he misses. Oh, he likes to listen to my voice while he's at work. Oh, I'm gonna cry. The whole thing? No, maybe not. Oh, that's Midnight Sun. That's what my friend said. I was like, go listen to it. He's like, no. <laughs> he really didn't want to. That was Jessica. Jessica didn't want to listen to it. She, yeah, she just didn't want to listen. He just didn't want to listen to Midnight Sun. Yeah, that was her too. She's like, Jessica. Jessica. Just play it in the background. Just you know what? Just swipe it from left all the way to the right real quick and you just listen to it. <laughs> yeah, they blah, 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 blah. bye. The nostalgia. The nostalgia. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm so glad that you you like to listen to my voice while you're at work, babe. I mean uh dang. Oh, because at work he can just like he could just pause it or like turn it all the way down when my voice comes on, and then you know he's like, "Oh, I don't listen to Judith enough," so then he turns it up, and then my voice comes on, he turns it down. <laughs> just bloop, 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 bloop. Um, and then his friends at work are like, playing DJ over here. Get to work, Alex. Like <laughs> start clicking, clacking on your computer, Alex. <laughs> Get your pie charts ready, Alex. The presentation is in an hour. <laughs> Make sure your clicker's working for the PowerPoint. Click, click. You have a pointer? Do you want a pointer? I have one. It's pink and it has a, po- a finger. <laughs> it's pink and it has a finger. It's your finger. <laughs> I'm not pink. <laughs> I am. So like, it's like this. So when the kids are talking, I'm like, shh. <laughs> Like the tiny hands, <laughs> tiniest hand. It's like the hand. I'm gonna take it to the kids. I'll show you. Oh, I was God. pointing at one kid with it, and she goes, uh, "Please don't touch me." And I was like, "Oh, sorry." <laughs> I'm not touching you. you. I'm not touching you. It's oh, like, oh my God, it's so annoying. Yeah, Alex does that when he wants to touch your toes. Oh my God, no. <laughs> Nope. Oh my goodness. All right. Yeah. So, Small Great Things would be our next book. I have no idea what's it about. Yeah, me either. So, I'm excited for the recommendation and we will we'll get to it. I'm still trying to get Judith to have me read a comment, but she has to tell me which one. Okay. I'll just have to bring it. That's why. Oh, okay. 
Will that be? Yeah, I mean, people figure it out. It'll be like a light week, you know, like when we have too much things. Too many things going on with school. Um, which is like all like now. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm excited about this book. I'll get right on it. Right on it. Huh? More hype. Well, I yeah, no, I'm excited to read the book. I really am. Yeah, that's where I was going. Oh, because we didn't sing this time? We didn't really sing. You want us to sing? What do you want us to sing? Books and things. 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 Oh, you were going a different direction than I was. Yeah, but you got to keep it in the background, and then I ask books and things, books and things. Like that. There you go. Remix. I don't know. Books and things. She's like, maybe like different accents. It's books and things. Thank you for joining us today. Los libros y los pensamientos. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> we'll catch you next week. Bye. Bye.